ignore and outperform them. While you're over there watching me and talking about me, I'm working. I'm working hard. I'm taking things to the next level. You keep gossiping and I'll keep working. You keep talking smack and I'll keep working. You keep focusing on everything and everyone else and I'll keep working. And when you finally look around at where you are and where I'm at, you realize that you have nothing left to talk smack about. And you will lose and I will win. Hello. This is an ad. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that there isn't a group of people out there that hate me with very depth of their souls. I am also not going to sit here and pretend that I fully understand the reasoning behind it, other than the baseless and completely fabricated things that they've made up. But what I can tell you is that extreme paranoia and overbearing anger issues and your shitty behavior are a sign that you probably have worms. What you can do with that is you can go to MrsRogersHood.com, use Shipwreck 10 at checkout, and get yourself 10% off of a worm tincture kit. People having worms have been reported to cause behavioral issues, unnecessary anger problems, and extreme paranoia in some instances. And let me tell you, Mrs. Rogers Hood has something just for you. Again, that's MrsRogersHood.com. You shipwreck ten at checkout and get yourself a kit so you can live happy and healthy lives like the hundreds of other people who have left amazing reviews on their website. Website. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck and I will be your hostess with the mostest. And happy birthday, Angie Barnes. I'm so glad you get to spend your birthday with us talking about public school corruption and transgenderism and teachers overstepping their boundaries. Thank you so much for being here. Patriot Mama, my beautiful friend, how are you tonight? I am good. Thank you so much for having me on and happy birthday, Miss Angie. Happy birthday, Angie. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. We've got kind of a story that we're going to go through for you guys tonight. Uh, it was a story that I had read when you'd brought it up in my comments. I had read it. I remember reading it, but there's there's so much going on that I think I read over it. I don't. I think I shared it into my Telegram even once, but when you brought it up into my comments, I kind of went and looked it back up and I thought, yeah, this is probably something we should talk about. So I'm glad that we could uh, get back together and have this conversation. But really quick before I go any further, I want to say hello to everybody. Relentless Mikey, welcome to the live in Hicktown, honey. Amy Lewis, Alex King, we got Sonia backstage. Katie, welcome to the live race. It's good to see you, Mikey. James and Scott, it's good to see you guys. Welcome to the live. Very happy. Wednesday to all of you, snowy Wednesday, icy Wednesday. You're going to get some snow. California shut down. Just nobody's yep. going anywhere. Nope. Staying home. Jeepers. Yeah, they don't do well. That's crazy. When here, people don't, people melt down here. Pretty That's bad. crazy to me. <laughs> I've heard that before. I've heard that about people in Texas too. I don't have Texans in here, but Texas shuts down. Like everybody just shuts down. Like here, I don't know. It takes an act of God. I, well, maybe not here where I live since they just pushed school out two hours, but. Well, it takes I'm an act of God Idaho. to shut things down. North Idaho, we get snow like it's a thing. But here, they just mm -hmm. stop their car in the middle of the freeway and walk in the middle of the freeway. So we don't do well with snow here, apparently. Really? Yeah, it's really bizarre. It's really, really bizarre. <laughs> so, yeah, people don't know That's how. dangerous. You know, you'd think, but I, if you saw how people drive here, you'd think it's probably worse for them to be driving. So, yeah, just stay home if it snows. It's, it's pretty. All right. <laughs> That's right? crazy to me. 
kind of mind blowing. Well, tonight it is. Tonight we're going to talk about an Olivia Garrison. And Olivia Garrison is a is a high school teacher, a high school history teacher out of California. And she went on to, um, you know what? I don't remember the name of the news station now. It's New York Times. One of the news stations, New York Times, and bragged about how she was helping her students change their genders. I think legally, like on paper, like there's a form, change their genders without parental knowledge or parental consent. And these are high schoolers, so this would be freshman to senior year, uh, or without those two things. And she had gone on to, to say that she did it because she felt it was her job to protect her students, not only from certain things, but sometimes from their parents, which is a big red flag at the circus. And I have that video. I have a video of it here real quick, right here. Yep, I do. And here's a video. Am I So that happened. <laughs> that, have, that was about two months ago. And, and when this whole story kind of kicked off about two months ago. And just recently there had been a follow-up. Uh, and the, the parents, it's my understanding, and you know all about this. The parents all went to the school board uh, and raised some holy hell, not maybe not so hellish because it was a lot of the church going people. But the parents had gone to the school board and, and raised some cane. And I did get that on video too. We're going to watch that. And then I'm going to get your whole input on all this because you are there. This is kind of part of what you do. So I'm going to get your whole input on it. But here's the video of the aftermath or the parental teacher uh, thing that happened. With more. Marco? Tammy, a packed room Monday night stuffed with more than 200 people, half of whom there to talk about the Del Oreo High School teacher, Olivia Garrison. Garrison spoke with the New York Times and told them that, they, that she felt that she had to protect gender transitioning students from their conservative parents. The room split about 80-20, the majority against Garrison. The current high school district board meeting saw upset parents and angered community members make a stance against Olivia Garrison and any teacher who would help a student gender transition while leaving the parents in the dark. It's happening all over the nation where teachers are taking it upon themselves to start counseling our students for issues that their parents should be handling. You're an educator. You are not a psychotherapist or any counselor that can handle those kinds of things. For the first time in more than a week since we've been asking, KHSD Board President Brian Beatty gave the district's stance on the issue. This board wants to make it clear to our community and to those in attendance tonight that we strongly feel that parents are the, that parents are the best position to counsel their children. Amen. In the event that a current high employee feels that a student needs counseling um, regarding essentially any issue, whether it's, you know, in this case, talk about sexual orientation or gender identity, that employee should refer the student either to a senior counselor or the principal of that school site. Um, our teachers are not trained specifically in those issues. At one point, the group demanded Garrison should be fired. The fact that Ms. Garrison is going behind parents' backs about gender 
transitioning should result in termination of her job. Enforcing her ideologies of believing guiding minors to change genders is not only harmful but evil. Another speaker claimed the Gay Straight Alliance, which is a group and club at schools in KHSD that many LGBTQ youth see as a refuge, is actually a radical leftist group filled with predators. Not only are they involved in grooming, they are involved in overthrowing the cis heterosexual patriarchy. This is a radical leftist group that has made its way in our school district and we want it out. Members of the so-called radical GSA attended and spoke at the meeting. Most of them just kids between 15 to 18 years old. People are going up there and saying that the, the Gay Straight Alliance is a satanic radical left group. I'm conservative. I'm a Christian. Gay Straight Alliance is none of those things. And if, I, if they were, I wouldn't be involved. Believe me, a lot of our LGBTQ students don't feel like they have a home. Nobody should feel discriminated against for being who they are. No matter what you are, no matter what religion, what creed, what race, what sexuality you are. Members of the crowd shouted aggressive remarks like, you're a fake Christian, he doesn't love your sin, you're confused and sit down. These remarks aimed towards adults and students. Hearing how one-sided that room was, definitely very anti-queer, anti-trans, anti-like all of that, I feel like my voice is very important. Now, I spoke with Garrison's friends at that meeting. They told me Garrison's been receiving death threats for talking with the New York Times, and they didn't want to speak any further. In studio, Marco Torres, 17 News. Now, it is my understanding that she has been let go. Am I understanding that correctly? I have not been made aware of that. Um, okay. Because what I was told is that she just won an award with the Teachers Association. <laughs> Well, maybe I read it wrong then. I thought I read oh, well, that she was let go. Who knows? But again, there's I, a lot going on right now. So it could have been something else. Yeah. So, so there, you, there's a talk lot to me about this. <laughs> so, Please. Oh, well, as we all know, the news likes to one side things and sway whichever way they want. So the two people mm -hmm. that you saw speaking interview wise at the, that the news interviewed, those were both students. One of them is Sammy Wells, and he's very much known to work with, um, I think we will see him in time run for politics. He plays okay. a lot of, um, he does play a lot of politics. He is in high school. Um, what was interesting is the lady that you saw turning around screaming and yelling at the people. Um, she was the black lady in the blue dress. What was interesting is that Sammy snuck his way into speaking about the topic when no one else was allowed to. So what happened is you, you show up at the Kern High School District board meeting. You fill out a yellow card and say, I want to speak on what topic you want to speak on. So as things are getting moving along, Sammy says to the board members, hey, I need to leave. I have to go work on a We the People project tonight, and I don't have anything to say about the Delaware teacher. I need to talk about something else. Can I, can I get in so that I can leave? They said, yeah, go ahead. So he gets up there. He starts talking about the Delaware issue, turns to the crowd, and starts yelling at the crowd. Mind you, he's the, he is a large child like he looks like a grown man mm -hmm. on his facebook page he says he's 24 years old he's a 17 year old kid he sounds he sounds like a grown man yeah and he talks like a grown man well what was interesting is when i walked outside at 9 30 i said sammy i thought you had somewhere you had to be and he's because he he used his position with trying to create relationships with the board and he used his position and friendships with them, snuck in there, said what he had to say and took the time of everybody else who wanted to talk. Now, to the credit of the high school board members, what they did is they said, if you're here to talk on this topic, we're going to go ahead and stay as late as we need to. We will let you right. speak. 
to anyone who's listening now, I don't think that was the right move. I think it was kind of them, but this topic has to keep being brought up because it has to stay in front of them so they know that parents are serious. Now the pastor, oh, well, first the lady in the blue dress. So what happened is Sammy turns around, starts yelling at the crowd and he starts saying stuff that just was, it was rude, condescending. You have to remember this, this group is mainly 40 years and older in terms of the audience. There was, you know, some obviously in their twenties and some teenagers, but when you have kids who are in high school, walking into an adult Kern high school district board meeting, you will be treated as an adult. If you are going to turn around and yell at the crowd and you are, and he is the person who started the aggressive comments being said. Now, some, some of the things they said that were said, I did not hear it. Doesn't mean it didn't get said. I never heard it. But okay. so that lady stood up as soon as Sammy got done talking, everybody was telling Sammy, you're done. Like you snuck in here. You shouldn't even be talking right now. You're taking up the minutes of people whose cards were chosen to talk and you need to be done. And then she stood up and started screaming at the crowd saying, he's just a child. He is a child. My opinion of it. And for all the kids that spoke, my opinion is that if you are a child and you are going to go into a high school district meeting rather than a school board meeting at your own school, you will be treated as an adult. If you right. want us to take you seriously, you can't come in and say, treat me like an adult. And, but you can't talk to me like I'm like an, an adult would. Right. People, but then act, act like a child. Yep. You can't act like a child and scream at the people. And what that girl in the blue jacket at the end on the interview was saying, it was not a hate filled comment that the way that meeting went. And when she spoke, it's that she was for Olivia Garrison and she didn't like that. People didn't applaud her. Nothing negative was said to that girl. I remember her, her talking. She was well-spoken, but she was very much, very much a child in an adult filled room on a very heated topic. Now, pastor Brandon, when he spoke, what that news clip cut out, which by the way, that news station they're on the they're on the uh, Project Mockingbird, all over it. Okay. So, <laughs> so that uh, that that girl spoke well, but Pastor Brandon really is the one who somebody else's name was drawn, and Barbara said, "You know what? I want Pastor to take my time because they said we're going to choose five cards or whatever it was." So she said, "I want Brandon to take my time." So he okay. said, "This is what happened with Olivia. This is what she did. She is telling parents this." And she is part of the GSA and we've done an independent investigation into the GSA. And I have spoken with Brandon and he said that they're seeing this worldwide. It's not just here in Bakersfield. It's not just here in California. This is worldwide. He talked to people in England and Scotland and they're seeing issues where they're paying these, they're paying for these kids to get gender transition surgeries. So Brandon asked the church, he said, we would like you guys to come with us and show that we're against this. And that this is not where the teacher should be. This is the parent's lane. Get in your lane, stay in your lane, and stop coming into ours. What people don't know, and I didn't stay for, uh, I didn't stay till the end. I stayed through a good portion. I knew my card wasn't drawn, so I'm going to go back next month. People don't know, and neither does the school board, and some of them are watching right now. Um, They don't know that the schools have quietly gone behind the parents back and not just at the high school level. They are teaching the teachers how to go into the computer system and change the gender of the student. 
Okay, so let's put aside everything that seems logical and why we should not do that because you're a teacher and not the parent. Right. Number one, a lot of these teachers are in their early 20s. They're just getting out of school. They're just getting their master's degree. So they're not a 40-year-old, 50-year-old, 60-year-old parent. They haven't lived enough. But the biggest thing, what's going to happen to that kid's educational records? And what's going to happen? Who are they going to be outed to? So let's say that I decide I'm Tiffany and I now want to be Tommy. And I don't want my parents to know, but my school's going to help me change all my educational records. So for the rest of my schooling, I'm going to be called Tommy. I'm going to look like a boy, act like a boy, go into the boy restrooms, do what I want to do. What happens at graduation? Whose name are they going to call? So are you going to out me to my peers or are you going to out me to my parents at the most critical time in which somebody's being pushed out the nest or needs to stay home because they don't know who they are anymore? Who are you outing me to? And these are federal documents. They're changing federal educational documents. They're getting federal funds. They're forging documents. So how is this being accepted? And the problem is they're doing it everywhere. And parents had no idea until Rock Harbor Church said, let me show you what's going on. Parents didn't know this was happening. So Jesus. that's why they haven't fought it. But that news clip, that was a very telling news clip because I was there. Those negative comments, yeah, it wasn't always the most positive things being said on either side. But the type of behavior that came from the people who are supporting Olivia Garrison was very negative towards the Christians. The Christians were saying, it's not, it's a sin. This is not the right thing to do. But the hate didn't start till that young man turned towards the crowd and started yelling at the parents. And then right. one of the girls who's on the school board, the school district members all sit up there. One of those girls, she is a high school student. They always have one high school student on there. Each member addressed the crowd, said, this is my feelings on it. One guy got on a soapbox for so long, he needed to replace the soapbox with somebody else's because he just kept going on and on. But that girl who is in high school turned towards the parents and said, you should be ashamed of yourselves. These are children. They have feelings. Obviously, they have feelings. And it's not that we disagree with the fact they have feelings. It's that we disagree with the fact that these teachers think they know better and that they have the right to do this at a critical time. And in a very large sense, the GSA is grooming students. And that it's a very dangerous area to be, especially with the way society is right now. They are grooming our children. So, parents don't know that. So that's one. That's where I kind of wanted to take this conversation to. And I had made a TikTok earlier today about this live and how we were going to be talking about this. And this is exactly this is exactly how grooming happens from from Jeffrey. What's his name on TikTok? I can't even oh, think of his name. God. now. God, he has been in my craw the last couple of weeks. Like I can ignore that dude. Up until he made a Patreon so children could pay to go into his Patreon and be groomed. Like, is this where we are? It's a marketing campaign now. Apparently, I, um, parents don't know what's happening. That's the thing is, you know, we think they're on their phone and they're next to us on the couch. We don't think that they're doing anything that's really of mm -hmm. too much danger. They don't. The problem is, is we went from the predators being outside with the creepy man in the van and the puppy to they are sitting next to you on your damn couch every night. And a lot of times they're on your damn kid's school computer teaching you and your kids how to do math. But in the backside of that, they're creating art clubs. And at the art clubs, they'll show up and they'll sign a paper saying what we talk about in art club, it stays in art club. 
by the way, here's the genderbred man. Let's show you how this gingerbread man can now be a boy or a girl. And we have a mm -hmm. picture of a gingerbread cookie. And people don't think that this is wrong. I'm sorry. I think I think the people don't know that it's so I, I wanted to talk about this tonight. And this actually might ruffle some folks' feathers, but impartially. The grooming behavior is wrong. What's happening with the school is wrong. What's happening with the groups is wrong. But the parents can't get out of this without some kind of accountability. And the reason for that being Absolutely. is because this is this is exactly it. They had no idea this is going on. How did you like? I would think that, and I but I I know how because if this was happening in my school, like when I was in high school, there's no fucking way I would have told my mom because even if I had, she wouldn't have cared. Like it, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have even registered. She would have been like, you know, but that's exactly how this kind of thing happens. Like it, there's no communication between the parents and the children and especially with subjects like this. And, and I, I am so sold on the fact that this whole gender dysphoria thing is, is a phase that kids are going to go through and are eventually. And as you're seeing now, because a lot of these kids over the last couple of years that got gender reassignment surgery now fucking regret it and want to change back because they were young and there, I've got tattoos that I got that I'm regretting and they're just tattoos. Right. Yep. So they're, they're falling into the societal ideology because they want to fit in. They want to be a part of something. They want to be grown up and not too grown up. But we're not, we as parents are not paying attention. We are still looking for the boogeyman in the white van that's parked outside our house. You hit the nail on the head. We are not paying enough attention to our kids. And we are not listening to them when, and I hear it, I see it on TikTok too. I would never let my kid use pronouns. Da, 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 da. It's not about letting your kid use them or not. It's about when your kid comes to you and says, I want to use my pronouns, you don't have to like it. Yeah. But yeah. You have to respect it to some, especially if they're older, especially if they're high school kids that you have to respect them as a human being. This is why I say, I think the pronouns are stupid. I think they're stupid. And I think they're a way for you to, to think you're more special than you are. But if my kid comes to me and says, mom, I want to be a she, her, I'll be like, you know what? I don't agree with that. I don't like that, but thank you for telling me. I'm just going to call you by your name <laughs> and, and we're going to find a common ground because I don't agree with it. And I'm not going to cave but I'm not going to alienate you either or laugh in your face or call you stupid or dismiss you, which I, I do believe. I do believe that a lot of that is happening. I've seen some of these parents' yeah. behavior online. I absolutely 100% believe some of these kids when they say my parents laughed in my face when I, when I came out to them, I believe well, it. And the question I would ask is, do you think that that is the, do you think that's the more likely response from a parent or do you think more parents are going to be, I'm really going to struggle to get used to this. Or do you think they're going to be, I am absolutely not going to be a part of this. We're never talking about this again. And I think the vast majority are going to fall into the, I love you enough. You got to give me time to accept it. But the problem is, is mm -hmm. these kids are being taught. Your parents don't love you. I love they you. are. You mm -hmm. you're, you're loved here in my group. You're accepted here. You can go ahead and walk down the halls at Centennial high school and you can wear a cat collar and have a guy dragging you by the neck on a leash. And we're going to call you kitty because that's the pronoun you want. Screw that. That's not mm -hmm. normal. And that's the kind of crap is where is the line? Where is the line? Does the line start at when let's say these kids go over to Miss Garrison's classroom. And I'm not saying they've done this with her, but her as the example, her, him, she, he, it, whatever the heck you want to call. Yeah. Do you think that the line is drawn at, we're going to have a GSA club and we're going to be very accepting? Or do you think it's, I'm going to protect you from your, your parents because guess what? They're calling CPS. 
people don't realize that, but that happened here in Bakersfield, the same town that Olivia Garrison is in over in the 08 district of Oildale. CPS is being called and kids are being taken from their parents. I talked to a CPS worker. They are being taken from their parents because the kid felt that mommy and daddy didn't approve of the pronouns and wouldn't use them. That is what happened. So, so what happened with the kid then? Because CPS, that's a whole rabbit hole in itself. You want to talk about the trafficking? Oh, there's a whole, the, I get so pissed at this whole issue mm. because CPS's resources mm. are being moved in all sorts of ways. And then because it's so sin, they are now trying to create using ESSER 3 and COVID relief funds. They are now trying to create social workers who, mind you, don't have a degree in this at the school to help with this issue that they're freaking creating on their own. This shit gets me so pissed off. So you've got a teacher like Olivia Garrison and other teachers that are part of this that might be a little more undercover. At least I applaud her for at least her being public about her opinion, because now I know where the hell to steer my kids away from. But the right. question I have is, where's the line? Does the line come at the point in which the kid needs to put in a prosthetic penis? Whose classes is that girl going to go to? What about when they need to wear prosthetic breasts? What about when she needs gender conforming surgery? What about when he wants to do this? She wants to do that. Where's the line? Because at some point, someone's going to say, oh, shit, I think we crossed it. I'm sorry. Right. I think the oh, shit line started when you started saying that you <laughs> need to protect your kids. Yes, some teachers do protect kids from their parents. There is serious abuse cases that happen. And I yes. don't want to downplay that issue. But that is not the topic at hand. So anybody who's going to try to slide that in there, the topic at hand right now are these stupid teachers that think that they have a right to our kids more than we do. If you did not birth that child, if you did not adopt that child, then get the freaking hell out of my way because they are my kids. And I know thousands of parents who feel that same way. And when Pastor Brandon was talking at this board meeting about this issue, the news did a real good job of cutting things off the way that they like to. Brandon was being very specific on that. They started doing an investigation into the GSA. And when you start researching it, go on Rumble, look up GSA, and you're going to see some serious, serious shit going down. These videos of these teachers, I didn't know they existed. Remember that game, Guess Who, where you like have like the cards up and you're like, mm -hmm. does your person have glasses? Find the video of the teacher talking about that. That was real fascinating. These teachers have lost their freaking minds. And here's the thing. I was a very large person at one point after I had my babies. I had five kids. I used to weigh 140 pounds. I got up to 265, back down to 140. I say that because I saw what it was like to live in a body that didn't fit what other people saw. And I truly, truly, truly believe we are all at one point trapped in a body that doesn't match what society sees. And I know what it is like to have a body that doesn't match what other people see. And I didn't realize it. It took a lot of time for me to get used to what was happening around me and in me. And I had to really come to grips with the fact I'd gained weight and I lost it. And I had to learn who I was again. And I gained weight back again and I lost it again. So there is a serious issue with some people that is the body dysmorphia. You saw it with Kate Moss when she was, you know, super thin. And now we have Lizzo, who's very, very heavy. Mm -hmm. It's always fluctuating to the new fat, to the new norm. So at what point is this going to go away? But the problem is, is 
how far are kids going to go before this goes away? I think it's like, you know, when girls went off to college, people said they were going to become lesbians and they were going to experiment in college. Is this that new norm? Is this that new theory? I'm so pissed. I, I can't I even this handle is where it. we're headed. So I, I, I deep dove into something called agenda 2030 today. Have you heard of that? No. So agenda 2030, and we're going to talk more in depth about it. It's long, uh, but have you seen the Avengers? Yeah, this is okay. So the last Avengers where, um, um, what's his name? Snaps his fingers with the stones and all the people. Yeah. It's like, you know, the population control, but he does it in order to save the other half of the population. And that's basically how agenda 2030 is. It's, it's, they talk about, um, uh, getting rid of homelessness and getting rid of hunger and did but there's a lot of talk about uh, women and children specifically and making sure that all genders, there's a lot of talk about women and children and uh, all genders are, are fluid and approved and that this is going to be a peaceful, you'll have to go read it, but it kind of blew my fucking mind because it's all sectioned out in these different sections. And in each section, there's a different thing as to what we're going through right now. And this is part of that. And like the whole, like removing people of their identities and, and having like a one world, I basically like a one world identity is what it is. So like, nobody is really a man or a woman. They're just, they just exist. It's, it's, I think they, I do, and they want, I think I've seen some of that. I, cause I remember the bits and pieces and doesn't it break it down into different levels. Hmm. It's, there are different levels and different goals. And this started way back in 20, I think they, they started it in 2016. I think they, yeah, they started it in 2016, but it has a lot to do with, with developing the a world of NPCs. And this was always my concern with the gender stuff was mm -hmm. that if you take people's genders away, or you start being too loose and too fluid with them that you could change your gender as you saw fit every other day, you basically take away the identity of people as a whole. And then you've got a whole world of NPCs because what's going to happen then is say, they're going to be like, okay, you're not a they, them anymore. So everybody just for the sake of uniformity, right. For social justice, for, you know, nobody's black, nobody's white. We are all the grays. You are a gray and I am a gray and we are all equal. That's how they're presenting this. And when I read through that and I was thinking about our show tonight, I was like, Jesus, that's what they're doing. They're, re they're slowly removing the identities of people or they're confusing them. They're blurring the lines. They're doing it in the schools. The parents aren't paying attention because there's so much other shit for them to pay attention to. The economy's bad. Groceries are double. Housing market's crashing. Your car isn't worth shit. People can't keep food in the fridge. So they're all super concerned about just, surviving but their kids are being kind of melted into this new ideology where their gender doesn't really matter and who they are doesn't really matter because it can change like and then there's like the one love aspect of 2030 which is everybody can love everybody at any age it's well, and sadly, a lot of that is all stemming from people here in California are the ones starting it. Uh-huh. It started uh, in California. I want to say mm -hmm. a lot of the people that put it together were part of the California, blue state yep. California. But it so, was across the world. 
the one benefit is that the one place I live in California is Kern County. So it's a very mm-hmm. red population. Um, I, mm-hmm. I have been getting more and more into politics as things have gone on. And I was asked to watch over some of the election fraud and that and whatnot. I can tell you that there was a bunch of election fraud and I've got the video evidence to prove it. I actually have to go to, now that I think about it, I need to ask my boss for the days off because I've got to go to the uh, supervisors meeting to show them the fraud that existed. But and this is, uh, this is specific to California to like yeah. your County or state state. Well, County and state. So I, w- okay. I watched the 2020 elections and the stuff that we saw that um, I saw servers get removed from the election clerk's room. So it was, yeah, there's all sorts of, when I say that I've been in all sectors of this going on, it's, I've seen a lot of stuff and it's really opened my eyes to, um, if I'm just this far in, what is it like this far in? So Mm -hmm. how bad are things really going to be? What are we really looking at? And that terrifies the absolute shit out of me because we are losing our kids and people don't get it. And when I saw here in Kern County that people didn't realize how far we've actually gone until this issue happened and until one pastor happened to say something, it tells me that we're one county. So what's the rest of the world looking like if this is a worldwide issue? But, you know, you said, and it really, it makes me sad because you said a world of gray. Mm -hmm. And I just don't. I just don't see how somebody can look at this and think it's not demonic. And I'm not saying that a child that has gender dysphoria is demonic. So anybody who tries to put those words in my mouth, that's not what I'm saying, but it, you cannot look at a world of gray and think that, that the enemy doesn't, that that's not where the enemy exists. The enemy exists exactly in the world of gray. I know as a woman, and I'm sure you're probably getting pissed off with it too. I am so sick and tired of being erased We had a whole show on this a whole show because Jeffrey Marsh. Yep. He pisses me off. I, I, I am not a sis. I'm not going to change my freaking label and my terms and my identity because you want to tuck your penis and tape it back. I'm sorry. I'm not playing that shit. I was born a woman. I am not a birthing person. I had five kids and I earned the label that I am. I am not a she, a he, a they, a them. I am me. And I'm not going to play into this bullshit. Now, the one person that I will, I will call her whatever pronoun she wants is Caitlyn Jenner. That's the only damn person that I'm going to call whatever pronoun they want. Because she says, this is how it is. I am in my own mind. I am the way I am but you are not going to be forced to say anything about me. She sees things the way it should be. You can be different mm-hmm. and I will love and respect you. And you have my whole heart. My kids have friends that are gay. My kids have friends that are transgender. I have no problem. Every child is welcome in my home. But if for one flipping second, you think that I'm going to sit here and let you try to conform and change kids because you're not happy with you. And so you're going to come after my kids. Hell no. I am that wall that you will bash yourself against because I am done. And I know I am far from the only person. We have a signal group that a lot of uh, people in the community, and I don't want to out them and get them in trouble, but there's a large group of us that are in a signal group. And we talk about this stuff every day. We 
literally every day we start with a Bible verse is sent out in our signal group. They, we go around to different school board meetings and we look at the issues that are really pertinent. And as we're going to these board of supervisors meetings, as we're going on radio shows and we're talking about this stuff, people are finally starting to wake up. But the problem is you're, you're just, if you're just now waking up, you're 15 years too late. So you need to just dive in and start going and understand this isn't mind blowing stuff. It's been going on, but yeah, I am not for one second going to be called a goddamn cis woman <laughs> pissed off. I'm over it. No, we did. A, we did a whole, I did an entire show. I did an entire pre-recorded video too on the difference between a strong feminine and the feminist, the feminist, there is nothing in this world. I am not scared of anything. I am legitimately not scared of anything except the feminist move. Like they scare the shit out of the screeching and the illogical thinking and the inability to comprehend basic common sense. I cannot have a common sense conversation with you. And that is done by design because that is done to intimidate everybody else. So much so that somebody even said in the comments, so much so that they are erasing biological men. They're not only erasing biological women, but like when you go through this agenda 2030, it is all about girls and females. There really isn't a lot in there about the males. It's almost like they are not going to exist, which well, is really interesting to me. Well, that's and that's this is going right at the ovaries and uterus. It is. Yes, it is. It and it's high level. Yep. And it's, it's, it's interesting because, oh my God, where was I going with this? Because once you, the, the, with the biological male, once you take the biological, the men out of the equation, it leaves the women and the children vulnerable. And somebody came at me and they're like, well, that's, that's, um, what did they say? That's gender roles. And we don't need gender roles. It's not gender roles. It's biological facts that biological men are stronger than women. And they are more capable of defending than women are just in their biology alone. I can kick some ass but my husband can kick some more like it's, it's not, you know, and, but they're erasing the biological men and they're just, yeah. why don't we have, why don't we have this problem with transgender men? Have you noticed that? Like, it seems like a lot of the hubbub is around the transgender women, the men becoming women. They want to use the women's bathroom. They want to sell tampons. They want to preach to women on how to be women, but I have not seen a transgender man come out with the same crazy concept. And it, and we, and when we talked about the school board right now, I want you to think about this with what's going on in your school, who are the majority of the students? Are they, they girls or are they boys that are having taking such issues with this besides the one that spoke? Is it girls? It's, I thought about this the other night. Yeah. I'm like, why do I not see transgender men coming in wanting to use the men's bathroom or, you know, demanding the same kind of rights? They're just living their, their girl to guy life. Well, in order for that agenda to work, you have to tell these strong men that they need to soften up. And then, so I we know take these extremes and we start and so we beat them down. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? You're right. At the meetings, it's always, but it's always here's the, the other thing. It's always white women fighting for black rights. It's always males that are saying women, you don't matter. I am now the, I'm now the perfect person. I am now the woman, Jeffrey Marsh. I could just right? punch that dude in the dick. I swear <laughs> to God, like live your life, but get off my FYP. It's, 
absolutely absurd. And if people, anybody who doesn't know what that guy is doing, they need to take their child's phone from them. It's, I got to say something yeah. in regards to Jeffrey Marsh, though. I, my faith in this was kind of renewed because the amount of men, like biological men, the amount of alpha males that stitched that dude and say, hey, and like that wasn't their content at all. Like they did other stuff, but stitch that dude and said, listen, this isn't it. Like sit yep. the fuck down and leave our women alone. Yep. I was, my faith was renewed just a little bit. I was like, damn, there you are. Cause we're scared like, a little bit here. I think there's a really large amount of male population. My husband's one of them. He's a very quiet, very alpha mm -hmm. male. He's, I obviously am the more outspoken, loud, loud talking person. I have no problem speaking my mind, but if he talks, I sit down, I'm like, mm, floor is yours because mm -hmm. he is a strong alpha male. And I think there is a large amount of them that are sitting here just waiting. They are that sleeping giant that when the bear gets poked enough, everybody's going to really regret that they didn't stop a long time ago. And those alpha males are slowly starting to poke their heads up and they're starting to say, you know what? I don't make social media content, but I'm about to, and I'm right. about to make you sit the hell down and I'm putting you in your goddamn place. And I think that the women are starting to sit here and they're saying, I am tired of nobody fighting for me. I am tired of having to fight for myself. I have to fight for my kids. I have to fight for a place in the work, in the workforce, which that's bullshit too. The whole, the whole inequality in pay, there's been enough studies. I don't buy that bullshit either. It's not, so it's, I've never had a problem making the same as my male counterparts ever. In no. Fact, and you know what? Because if I can I negotiate. Did, it's because I sucked at my job. Like, come on, do better. I'm yeah. a nurse. That was, I, that's another part of the, the agenda 2030 that's highlighted a lot is that women are going to be paid the same. And I'm like, we've been paid the same since yeah. like 2000 and before, as far as I know, like I've never had a problem making the same, but I can, women aren't taught to negotiate. Women are not taught to bring what they're good at to the table. They're not taught to sit. I can, they're not taught any of that. I was lucky. I was taught that I was taught how to be yeah. kind of a dude in that sense, but women are not taught that, but now it's even worse because women are being erased just totally. And now they're being taken over by she hymns. That's exactly. Yep. Shims. She -hims. That's exactly she <laughs> that was rude. We don't mean, look, look, we're not hating. We're just stop it's, taking our brand deals, right? We have like, tampons. That's it. That's right. all we had. Jeffrey Marsh. You right. son of a bitch. Right. <laughs> like, I, I just, I, I miss I miss looking at the tampon aisle and not just being pissed off. Like no, I know. That's all I think about is stupid Jeffrey Marsh. Right. I can't even go buy my super plus tampons. Like right. you fucking dick. It's really, it's really ridiculous because what is going to happen to the six-year-old boy who grows up and he's like, mommy, what am I supposed to do with the tampon? Great question, son. Like Shim, I can't even call you my son now. Like, what are we? And it's just, We're great. it's, it makes me think this is why the aliens that they keep thinking are showing up just haven't stopped and been like, hey, let's check it out. Because they're like, these people are so out of their minds mm -hmm. and they just keep on flying by. It's just this is so freaking stupid as a nurse. Like, I'm not doing this shit. I am not going to sit here. And I the problem is I OK, let's take away any sort of Christianity. Let's take away any sort of religion in any capacity. There are literally issues that affect men that don't affect women. There are literally issues. If you spend your whole life 
and you are biologically a male and you want to pretend that you're a woman and spend your whole life as a woman, you're going to end up with prostate cancer and no one's going to know what the hell's wrong with you. If right. you are a female and you cut your breasts off, you still can get breast cancer. And yes, there are some men that get breast cancer, but they don't look for it as much. There are so many issues that affect men and women. There are so many issues that affect people who are African-American that don't affect people who are Caucasian. And that's just the, just the facts. And I'm sorry, facts don't give a shit about feelings. And I'm so tired of it. I'm just, this is why I don't get to talk at school board meetings because they're like, oh shit, what's she going to say now? So everybody's always like getting my husband on sweet dial for bail. But it's just, it's our, bullshit. We're just over. Our school, our school is a little different. They have a Trump flag under their American flag. And well, just, so what's interesting here. This this whole thing, this was the Kern High School District. So this is this the district that oversees, I think it's 25 schools, this board okay. meeting. So I think what they should have done is I don't think what well, well, so one of the guys who runs the radio shows here in town, I was sitting with him, him and I are good friends. And we were sitting here talking about the cards that they drew were very, it was interesting. These were random cards, but most of the cards drawn were in support of Olivia Garrison and they were students. Yeah. So explain that to me. How were they students? And statistically, it just was an anomaly. And what was interesting is it was that same issue. It was the yelling, like freaking chill out, stop screaming mm -hmm. at everyone. There's no need for it. And you're, you're talking about feelings. Everything they said at that meeting was feelings. I need to feel safe. I want to have a space. Well, you know what? Then go back to your freaking room and go on your computer and talk to your friends on your computer. But your my school high school board meeting that affects everybody, this isn't your feelings club. Go get your own feelings right. club. This is where we talk about facts. This is where we're talking about the fact that there was even a guy who got up there and said, my daughter was searched at school and they did a pat down of her at school and the school didn't call me. Well, same thing happened to my son at his school. They're doing the school boards have lost control of the schools, but they're pretending they have control. And parents don't know any different because parents aren't going to school board meetings. They didn't know they needed to. Now, are these school boards getting they get federal grants for this kind of shit, don't they? Oh, hell like, yeah. To have deal. these to have these specific groups, to have these specific clubs, to have these. Oh, and I, I learned that. Go to I learned that through COVID. That our school, the school that my kids were going to, they got a huge grant because they implemented the mask mandates. And I about yeah. hit the fucking roof when I heard that. That's oh, the only you reason you did it, you piece of shit. Oh, it's, I have the whole entire list for the whole state of California, how much each school got for the ESSER relief funds. And what people don't realize is, I mean, if you start talking ESSER funds, I could go for days on that. That's where my entire focus started. And that's why I got involved in school politics at all. Um, they used it as a slush fund and they have misappropriated mm -hmm. funds. I've shown them, the schools don't even realize they, the whole thing came down to, they misappropriated the funds. Um, but yeah, they're using, they're getting a shit ton of money for supporting these groups, but I got one better for you. Go to the CDC website, type in CDC plus GSA. You're going to find out the CDC is all about this. Oh yeah. You're about to go down a rabbit hole because that pissed me off. The fact that our CDC is in, is investing in global health security to make the United States and the world a safer, more secure infectious disease threat. Part of the USG's, oh, that's not the GSA. That's the GHSA. So the GSA, let me see. Let me grab my bag real quick. So the GFA. This talks about 
GHSA from 2000 surveillance systems. So the oh GSA, they actually have parent, parental engagement strategies for students for secondary. It's all preparedness. So um, percentage of secondary schools that prevent bullying, sexual harassment, including electronic aggression among students. So they have a whole section. When you start looking up the gay, lesbian, transgender, all of that right here, this is printed from the CDC's website. What does that have to do with the CDC? I, that's a great question. Not a clue. It tells me that maybe there, maybe there's something that's a little bit more cuckoo about all this. It says, this is talking about including HIV, STD testing, counseling to LGBTQ youth. This is for high schools. All this crap, I printed this off today. It's all there. So when you start going down the rabbit hole of this, I was shocked that when, as I'm looking up GSA stuff for the great gay straight alliance, that the CDC is connected to this. I had no clue. Unfortunately, I ran out of lunch hour to look into it more. But yeah, it's so when Brandon said that this is a leftist agenda that is being pushed, that has Nazi background in it, he wasn't lying. And that's not me saying it. That is coming from somebody else who is doing the research. I really recommend anybody whose kid is involved in anything GSA related. I really recommend they start looking into this. I was really shocked what I found in just a matter of minutes. Obviously, you can't go through Google and all that kind of crap. I found a lot of stuff on Rumble. That was where most of what I found. But yeah, yeah I'm not finding. When I pull up GSA on Google, it talks about the GSA.gov, the GSA schedule known as the federal supply schedule. It talks about this is the gay. What is it called? It's the Gay Straight Alliance. Let's see if I can find a link here. Oh, there it is. Gay Straight Alliance CDC. The GSA network. Work. So if you Google network, uh, it's you'll pull CDC. up. Oh, there it is. The Sexuality. trans and queer youth uniting for racial, radical, and gender justice. Yes, ma'am. So you've get, you have find the, your network. Let's see where they are. So oh, there's not one in Iowa. We don't have one. Sexuality dash alliances. Okay. There's fucking three of them in California. What do you guys need all those for? Well, There's of course, three of those Newsom groups needs a place to funnel his money. Start looking at where Newsom's wife's money's going to. I wouldn't be surprised if it's connected to this. There's only one in almost the entirety of the Midwest. <laughs> we don't There's have any. There's three in your state. We drive tractors to school still. So I'm not horribly surprised. There I is none in Washington. That's an odd thing. I, I drove a, I drove combine tractors to school. That was good times. I miss Idaho. Oh, we used to have whole days for it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we would, we started yep. school late just because we had harvest. So we had to put it back a couple weeks. But yeah, I mean, when parents start realizing that this isn't just at our local levels, it's not just a shitty teacher that came through and, oh, the teacher will be done in four years. I don't have to deal with it. This is literally at our government levels. And it is I still think it all comes back to Bill Gates. I mean, he pushed the religious fundamentalism vaccine to stop religious fundamentalism. He pushed that in 2011. 2012, Common Core starts coming out. 2015, he's got computers going to all the schools, monitoring mm -hmm. kids' behaviors. And now, to, you know, 2022, 2023, now we've got this issue, and I'm sure he's connected in there somehow too. And he is one that we know wants to get rid of these 
alpha males and, and feminine females and wants to group them all into one basket and have the men use tampons. And I, I just, I'm, I don't know where the line is because, and I don't know where my daughters are safe. Where am I safe? I'm your not allowed to safe. Your where daughters are safe within, within themselves. Like that's, everybody talks about what they want to do. Like everybody gets really freaked out. It's like, it really comes down to, I mean, obviously self-defense, teach your daughters how to fight. They're oh, going to yeah. need to learn. And, and it comes down to them being rock solid in their relationship with themselves and rock solid in their relationship with you. That's kind of what we've resonated with our boys. Cause we're raising our boys as boys. Now, if yeah. they are 16 and they're like, well, I'm no longer Owen, I'm Owen Gina. And I want to be a girl. <laughs> I'll be like, you know what? Fucking bet dude. But you're not getting anything like physically done until you're off my insurance. You'll have to pay yeah. for it yourself. And that'll shut oh, that argument it. down real damn quick. But we have to love our kids and we have to show yeah. them that we do have a foundation that we believe in and that we have a family unit, but a family unit means we also love each other and mm -hmm. we teach each other how to love people that are different. So in every mm -hmm. opinion that I have on all of this, yes, I have strong opinions of it. My opinion is stay the hell out of my lane and get back in yours. Yours is to right. teach home economics, balancing checkbooks, all of those kind of things. And you're not teaching that. You're teaching them that they are not who they are. You're teaching them that they are probably mislabeled and that they should have an identity crisis. You're teaching them psychoanalytical issues that have nothing to do with you. But my child right. is somebody whom I love. And if they came to me and said, I don't want to be the person I am, I'd say, ah, shit, this is going to be a hard transition for me. But you know what? I love you and I will support you and I will do the best I can. But you will respect everybody else too in your process of right. transitioning. That's just it too. Yeah. But this is where if, if you're not having those conversations with your kids, if you are not open enough to sit down and, and just accept them for, and just accept it, you don't have to like it. You really don't have to like it and that's okay, but you still have to accept it and you have to respect them as a human being still. Yep. And if you do that, if you just do those things, they're not going to go run to your Mrs. Garrison's right. I think on some level, the majority of the kids that are involved in this kind of stuff understand this is just a little nuts. Yeah. And I see it a little bit here and there, like even with Jeffrey Marsh, right? Jeffrey Marsh got a huge base, but more than half of the, that base in kids, they're just kids. They, one kid stitched him. He was like 15. He's like, dude, this isn't, you know, and, and they, I think on some level they get it, but yeah. they, they need to have a place to land. Like you have to be their place. Your parents have to be a place to land. You have to be a place for them to go. James says that they're destroying the nuclear family to stop breeding. So I'm going to touch on this. So what happens if you remove everybody's gender? Then like, so what everybody's gay. So men sleep with men and women sleep with women. And then what happens? No babies are born. Have you and then you have the whole rats. The what? So there was a study that was done with rats where they took rats and they um, gave them first they made them work. It was a normal working society. So they used a large colony of rats. They had them all contained and they each had to, you know, fend for food. Basic. It was normal survival skills. It was normal animal humanistic needs. Then they took the rats and they started giving them everything. They stopped making them work. They literally hand fed them. They gave them everything they need. They didn't have to create homes. They didn't have to do what rats have to do to survive. Survival instinct went out the window. Well, what they saw is they saw that the, this rat colony started having 
homosexuality type nature. They stopped breeding. They started gaining weight. They started having anger and aggression. It's a really interesting study. This is none of my own opinion on this. So when people go, you know, get spitfire mad and start reporting me for stuff, this is an actual scientific study that was done. And they saw that the rat colony ceased to exist because they stopped breeding. They stopped mating because they were given everything. It's a really fascinating study because it really does it, show them. It removes the, because then they stop practicing their animalistic nature. And yep. part of your animalistic nature is to breed. Yep. To that's continue exactly. the race. And that's with humans as well. Well, that explains a lot because over the last, what, 30 years, we've all gotten fatter. We've all gotten lazier. We've, you know, and it's all been, they've messed with our food. They, they shut our gyms down, but left McDonald's open during COVID, right? They, uh -huh. that makes a lot of sense. They got, they want us eating bugs now. Yep. And fake well, and meat. Did you say they, I forget what they want us to call them, but they're no longer homeless. Google that one. Apparently we are no longer, we don't have homeless people. We now have to use, uh, um, it's not displaced. I forget the verbiage they used, but oh. I saw that today and I thought, oh, good Lord, here we go. And of course it's in California. Of course it's in Pelosi's area too. People. So instead of the style book recommends homeless people, people without housing or people without homes, other terms considered disparaging are vagrant and derecklessent. Um, there was another term that was recently used. I saw this morning on a TikTok. I didn't have a chance to jump into it, but yeah, I mean, they're changing how we talk, how we think, how we act. And they're making us do it their way. And if people don't see that this is wrong and see that something's up, and here's the thing, just stop being a dumbass. Like use your brain and really start thinking like, what is going on? That's, I just, well, but we can, but can like, can this next, this last generation, so there's the generation a after us, like, can, do they have that critical thinking thing? It does. I'm exist. starting to really wonder if they don't <laughs> like, like if it was bred out of them, I'm not kidding. Like from, so I'm Gen X. And like the generation right after me, like the months after me, right? I'm in that weird, but that next, which I think what millennials and like Gen yeah, Z. I'm in that weird I think, zone. I think too. Gen Z, I don't think they have it. They can't so, critically think. They just memorize things and then they just regurgitate it back out on the internet. There's but they can't book, critically think. What is that called? There's a, um, go to the website called Big Shifts Ahead. And there's a book and you can look at the synopsis of it rather than read the whole book. But what it talks about is it talks about the layering of generations. So my, my dad, his parents were part of, you know, great depression. My dad is very old. And so the mentality that my dad had with, he saves, he wants to make sure he has every penny, never wants to spend money. Well, my kids were part of the 2009 economic crash because of what they saw us go through. And so what it's talking about is these mentalities are similar. My father's mentality is the same as my 19 year old's mentality. And mm -hmm. so when you look at this book, it talks about the layering of the generations and it's my fascinating. Kids, my kid's mentality is the same as my old man's, my oldest. He's 21 this year. Oh my God. Right. It kind of goes. And it's like, so you have your Woodstock generation. You have your crazies who are going all batshit crazy. Love everybody. All that generation. Look at the big shifts ahead. It's a fascinating, fascinating mm -hmm. website. And you can look at the charts and they'll tell you the exact age groups and how they're layered and what to expect of the next coming groups. So I think what we're going to see is the 16 to 20 year olds, maybe even 14 to 20 year olds 
I think we're going to see a huge, heavy hitting group of people coming in saying, we're done. We've had it. But I think the kids who are at the 18 to 25, maybe 18 to 30, I think that I, I think that we've got a lost. Problem. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to get them back. I don't either. My, my kid was lucky. like, like he was lucky. He's not part of any of that. He works and he just like, he's, he's got my old man's mentality. He saves and he works and he knows you got to work for what you want, but his peers. Right. Just so <laughs> some of his peers, not all of them, but it's also the way that he was raised to and the place that we obviously were raised in the yeah. Midwest. And that's just a general mentality around here. So when you get out to California and stuff like that, it really depends on your parents. If you don't parent your kids to, learn responsibility. The society will do it for you. And then they're screwed. Like we can't get them back, but I could see what you're saying. These 14 to 18 to 20 year old, these next heavy hitters coming out almost like the gen X of that time yeah. are going to come out and be like, this is because those, those were the kids that I saw going after Jeffrey Marsh. They're just 17, 18, 15, like the one kid I watched, he was from Australia. He was 15, I think. But he went on this whole thing with Jeff. He's like, this is why this isn't okay. And I am a transgender, you know, man, but this isn't okay. And here's, and he gave all the reasons why his content is all very normal. It's not like day in the life of a girl. It's right. But that's what I don't get either. Like, I don't understand. I'm about to go back to this. Why are, why are transgender men not like this? I cannot think of one transgender man influencer that has been controversial as the transgender women. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I'm going to go look. I that's crazy. I really feel like they really are trying to erase women because if yeah. we don't exist, we don't parent and we're not, and we're the ones who are really raising the kids while the men are working and, and making a living. I'm, I'm going to be so the first gonna... my husband's oil fields. I don't want to do the job he does. So I think that they're trying to pull us back because we're the ones who have the biggest influence over our kids until they get into high school or maybe college. And then we go into the workforce. We are the threat. So it would be like they want a whole population of men and then transgender women. So it would be men and men and they yeah. would all be gay. That's what I mean, based on if you look That's at that study I talked about with the rats, it's what makes sense because men can't produce. They can't reproduce. I can, I can go, I can go get eggs fertilized and I don't need, I, and I'm not saying it like this in the way it's going to sound, but I don't need a man to get pregnant. I need semen to get pregnant, but men who are men without women in any capacity, society will cease. They will so not. You, re you really think this is a war on women. And I, I would agree. I do. I, and I don't think it's an obvious one though. I think it's I don't a, think it is I, and I don't think it's even something that human, the human mind can comprehend the level of which it is. I think it is a demonic war on women. I think it's, there's a spiritual war against women. And if you think about it, you've got so many things in, in the Bible in which women were very powerful. There's not a lot of women talked about in the Bible, but those who were, were very powerful, very powerful women. And they changed so many things. I really think that it is, I think there is a spiritual warfare on women. If you look, just think about, look at Balenciaga, look at the war against our children, look at what's happening to our children. I really truly think that there is a war against the women in our society. And I don't mean just California, United States, I think worldwide, I think it's spiritual.
See, and that makes sense too, because I'm going back to agenda 2030 and that's all they talk about. They talk about women, but it's almost like they talk about women in like a transgender way throughout it's the whole thing. Cause then if they immediately followed up with, with race, with uh, not racial equality, but gender equality. So they're like, it, it talks about having rights for women and women's rights for equal pay and, and transgender or for and gender equality, like almost after every single time when they talk about women. So yeah. it's not like women, women, it's not like me and you, it would be transgender women. So well, men, think about all the women. words they're erasing from our, from our minds. They don't want it to be breastfeeding. It's chest feeding. They don't want it to be a mother. It's a birthing person. They're erasing women. And then they're bringing the men in. They're closing that gap. Alpha and female don't exist anymore. They're closing the gap. They're erasing both ends of it. So they're putting. So almost, so almost makes me wish I had daughters. I'd have had some kick-ass daughters. I had all boys. My daughters are badass. I got one daughter who's ready to fight every. She's like, she's like, I'm. A, this is stupid. She comes home all the time. My other daughter is like, this is stupid. They're yeah. my daughter, but my daughters are raised to. My one daughter has friends who are gay. My son has friends who are transgender, and they, Trump loving Christian family, and we still love people who are different. And that's the thing is, I've taught my kids that you might not think the same. But it doesn't mean that you can't love them all the same. Right. It's it's not about it's not about agreeing with everybody necessarily, but you have to respect people as human beings. And this is where I go with the pronouns. I don't agree with your pronouns. I don't like I think they're stupid. But you know what? If you're going to come to me and respectfully say, hey, listen, I would I would rather you refer to me as he, him or she, yeah. her. I would be like, you know what? I'm just going to call you by your name. What name would you, you know, I'm, I'm going to respect you as a human being, as long as you show respect initially first. Yeah. Right? If you're not don't, screaming it at me, if you're in my right? face, that's just it. You can't, chill out. you can't do that without them. Somebody screaming in your face right. or like the cis thing. Like I'm going to respect, I'm going to respect your pronouns, but I respectfully would like you to refer to me as miss or ma'am or missus. That's, I would, you know, and that's what I, I, what, if I have to respect you, yeah. yeah. Just don't call me sis. I, I will that take almost sense. anything you want to call me. Don't call me sis because I shouldn't have to change because you're taping your stuff away. I'm not a cis gender female. I am a woman. Stop it. Like, it's just stop like it right now. Okay. Just stop. <laughs> like, I, and I think that's the thing. I think society's gotten to the point. Where we're just done. Like, just yeah. shut up. You're being I think, I think we are. But it's I think I, I want to, and I, I'm going to wrap with this. I know we're at the top of our hour, but when we had talked about this before, like, I think this is, this has been in the works for a long time, but it seems like everything is coming at us super fast just in the last couple of years. And somebody had said something the other day that the reason that this is happening is because the globalists who are behind it, you know, the bad guys yeah. are, are kind of, they got their nuts to the fire. Like they have to start throwing this all at us at one time because they're running out of time or they're losing. It's like panic. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think people are just over it. And I do, I do believe that the majority of kids understand that this isn't, this is not weird. appropriate. It's dumb. It's weird. I'm not going to do this. Right. Yeah. I think they may play along just for the sake of, of being able to survive through society. But I think at the end of the day, they understand that it's, it's not right. But I think it is because we are, we are winning. I, I don't, 
I think this was supposed to be done over generations. Like look at 2030, right? 2030 yeah. is when this was all supposed to really be implemented. And they have lots of time between now and 2030 to implement these things a lot slower than they are and a lot so that people don't notice because that's exactly what happens. Yeah. But we're noticing now because everything is being thrown at us at such a rapid pace and it's such a big thing. Um, I and I do, I think it's because we're winning. I, I seriously stand by the thought that I think TikTok was used. Obviously, we know it was used by Chinese for whatever reasons for spying in that. But I, think I don't think they're spying on us. I don't think they give a shit. I think what they did is I think they originally put it in front of us so that we would implode because they realized we would share the information so fast that we would get ahead. And I think they thought that we would implode. I think that. Mm -hmm. I think what was intended for bad things was used actually to help waken people up. But I mean, as people, I think like, I want people to really like, as we wrap everything up, I want people to go look at that big shifts ahead website, yep. look at the, look at the graphs and really the more you read about it, you're going to realize, holy shit, like this book is spot on. But then also find that study about the rats because that study about the rats fits exactly with what we've talked about. I think it is a way for society to eat its own. But I, and if you look at the teachers and you look at Ms. Garrison, I, I think that it is this generation of 20 to 35 year olds, maybe even 24 to 35 year olds. I think that's the generation that we have to look at and say, what the hell is going on? And should they mm -hmm. really be allowed to be teaching our kids? And how do we rein it back in? Because they, People don't know that these teachers are going in and they are changing your kids' educational documents and there ain't shit you can do about it. And the school boards, they don't know what's happening. I talked to the Kern High School District School Board. Some of the members do not know it is happening, meaning it is being done at the school level and the boards have lost complete control. Dang. That's Check in with your schools too, <laughs> for yeah. sure, 100%. Yeah. Well, that... My friend, we are going to wrap up. Do you want to leave anybody, everybody with anything else before we wrap for tonight? Anything else you got? Love each other. It's a really hard time right now for everyone. Just love each other. Tolerate each other. There's some people I just, this one guy on Twitter today called me a twat. No, another one. Twit. He called me a twit. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Why are you going to call me? It's not that fucking big of a deal. Okay. It is not that serious. The Trump thing. Like I aggravated the never Trumpers today. I'm like, it is, it is just, it's politics. You don't need to call me a twit. You right. jerk. Right. And he's like, right. he's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, it's okay. But just, he said, I'm sorry. I'm, he did. I'm like, just stop. It's, <laughs> it's really not that serious. I, I get it, but I'm I not going to love like, you, but I'll, I'll tolerate sorry. you. I will tolerate all of you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'll, even if you're a twit, I'll tolerate even you. Even if you're a twit. <laughs> Come on, Gary. All right, you guys, that's it. We're going to wrap. I love your faces. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And anybody listening after the fact, thank you so much for listening after the fact. Uh, today is Wednesday. Tomorrow is Thursday. Oh, my God. We're going to move the nooner to a nighter tomorrow. So what's the, the kids, they're two hours late start, and then they were home today, and I haven't had time to put anything together except for this show, kind of. Um, so tomorrow's nooner is going to be at night. So we're going to do a nooner at night and we're going to talk about all of it. We're going to talk about America on fire. Okay. We're going to go over Trump's visit to Ohio. We're going to go over Biden's trip to Ukraine. We're going to probably talk more about this. I might play some of Jeffrey Marsh's video just to get your blood pressure up a little bit. Maybe and we're just going to keep going. That's it. That's all I got. Dang so I will see shit. you guys tomorrow night. I love your faces. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi and watch out for deer. Bye guys.
Back off, I'll take you on. Headstrong, you take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. You're headstrong. You're headstrong. Take you on. That's really strong. Ding dong. Take you on. Back off, I'll take you on. Headstrong, you take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. You're headstrong. You're headstrong.